Hello Poznań, it's International Poznań, Piotr Schulz here, not in the radio studio, I'm here on Skype, I'm talking to you because the times are tough and we need to adjust. Mamy dzisiaj troszeczkę inne warunki, nie mamy studia radiowego, ale za to mamy Skype'a. We've got Skype that we can use to talk to amazing people that live here in Poznań. We can't meet them in person, but we can meet over the internet which is pretty amazing. And today I've got with me a very special guest that I have heard about also from many news outlets this week. Um, his name is Anubav Sud. Hey, Anubav. Hey, Piotr, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm happy to have you here. I hope you can hear me and see me well. Uh, we are about to discuss um, your persona, but more importantly, your passion, which is photography. And uh, just before we start, I'd like to, um, guys, show you, our listeners, what is the reason why we are here. Uh, one of the reasons is this article on Natemat about a photographer um, who is in front of me on the screen, uh, Anubav, who takes pictures through WhatsApp. Uh, because Anubav cannot meet um, his models um, in person, so um, he's using technology to um, uh, do his job, to, to realize his profession. And um, uh, as you can see, this is the Instagram account um, where you can also observe other um, amazing pictures. And some of them, as you can see, the top ones um, are done through WhatsApp. And also there is the article in Poznan. Um, so a lot of publicity. Uh, Anubav, but before we get to um, photography and, and what you've been doing um, uh, through WhatsApp, I'd like to ask you a little bit about you um, and what made you come to Poznań. I know that you were um, on International Poznań before with Magic Out, so that was a couple of years ago, but just to remind our listeners and our viewers, um, what made you come here to the lovely city of Poznań? Well, uh, I came here in 2014 to study in a University of Arts and um, that's basically it when I decided that I really like Poznan. It resembles very similar to my hometown. Uh, it is small, it is, uh, it is filled with quite a lot of internationals, at least, at least for now. And there was a really uh, good and very compact group of international people uh, in, between 2014 and 15. Very, uh, close community at that time. After my studies, I started working here uh, as well. So basically that made me stay in Poznan. If I have to move anywhere else uh, in Poland, I don't think so. I will move anywhere in Poland except uh, Poznan. That should be the slogan of Poznan, right? If I, if I had to move anywhere in Poland, I would still stay in Poznan. So that's amazing. And um, so Let's talk about your passion. So you you were at the at University of Fine Arts, right? And what did you study there? I studied uh, fine art photography there, uh, basically more towards the artistic side, not towards the fashion or portraits. So uh, basically, it played a huge role in my development from 2014 till 16, uh, or even actually late 17 to you know. Um, get me into this uh, mindset of for what art is. 
I'm not a very big uh, uh, art person. I don't really like uh, the things that I don't understand. You know, you, someone can talk about a piece of spoon uh, or a single spoon for like hours and it becomes That's an art. Problem. That's so, my problem. Yes. I, you see something uh, like that, you, you think it's not exactly <laughs> art, but someone comes up and tells you so many stories about it. You're like, hey, is that really it? Yeah, so, so, this, is, so this is the problem. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, it, it did play a huge role because uh, a part of my daily curriculum in college was to attend some exhibitions, attend some lectures of the professors, some artists and so on and so forth. So, well, uh, overall it paid off, I would say. Okay. So, um, a question that really comes to my mind now is um, why did you decide to, to devote a lot of your time to photography? Uh, well, I'm I'm pretty sure, Piotr, that uh, every one of us are working in a, in a company or in a profession, but we have somewhere on the side uh, something called a hobby or a passion. Uh, so for me, it is something that uh, maybe in future I would like to pursue on a let's say uh, on a really professional level and on a full time basis. So that's why I dedicated, that's why I do dedicate a lot of time uh, in photography. So post my regular working hours, almost every single day is dedicated to photography. And, you know, photography is not just about going out and taking photos. There, there's a lot of stuff that goes in back end as well. Of course, a lot of preparation as well. And so, so you want right. to pursue this career. So you do something else. Uh now right yes uh, yes i am working for a pharmaceutical company uh, in poznan and the name is gsk I'm pretty sure a lot of people are familiar yes a very well known yeah, company plus. here in poznan of course yeah. and um okay, so, so you're working for them to to, mm -hmm. to to you know to earn some money but the the rest of your free time you basically devote to photography exactly okay so that is awesome um so I guess now um, there are very difficult times for photographers because, you know, um, photography is also about, especially if you photograph people, right? About meeting those people in person, spending a lot of time with them, sometimes very close in a very close distance. Um, so how are you coping with this, this pandemic? I, we, we mentioned WhatsApp, right? But was that your original idea? Did you start with that? Or at the beginning were you, for example, very sad? that you know you you couldn't do your um job you couldn't realize your passion well um if i'm pretty sure some of the viewers already know me uh, by instagram and uh, so uh in 2018 and 19 i was shooting every day every oh, single day wow every this single day including weekends so I was creating so much content that I realized that the quality of the content went down. And then I started uh, spending more time in planning the shoots uh, rather than just going out and shooting. And when this year, when the, the virus and the coronavirus thing, you know, happened uh, all over the world, uh, I was still in India and I was just traveling back. And it was like a really, very, let's say, very small news because it was just in China that time. I came back, uh, I did a couple of shoots, and then suddenly, you know, the restrictions came in Poland. At beginning, at the beginning, all I did was just, just okay, there, there's this virus thing, you can't go out, it will go away, and, you know, you can just get back to your normal life in a week or two tops or maximum a month. 
And after that, I realized that it is not going anywhere. So I just digged into my hard drive, started retouching old photos with the new techniques that I learned during uh, the time gap. Which, which and is also then quite I came... beneficial as well for your collection of pictures, right? Mm -hmm. Of all that photography. Well, uh, exactly. It is. Uh, plus, you, you see your old photo from couple of years ago versus the photo that you're retouching, same photo that you're retouching now that how much you have developed as a retoucher, as a photographer. And you can, you know, you can be a self-critic. But uh, during this time, obviously, you would like to go out, shoot some or more ideas because you're, as a photographer, your brain is always, you know, piled up with so many ideas. And you want to get them out because if you don't get them out, there is something called the art block where you are just literally losing motivation to create anything. Okay, so this is the worst what can happen to an artist, right? Losing motivation. I think exactly. No worries. I have already exactly. I have already been through one art block in two thousand late two thousand eighteen till late two thousand nineteen. So I literally did not create anything. But then suddenly I started creating photos with the colors and everything, and I was back in the game. So when this whole thing started with the quarantine and everything, um, I wasn't creating a lot. I wasn't going out a lot. I wasn't talking anything or with the models or with the team that I'm uh, working with usually. And then I came across an Italian photographer. His name is Alison Albi. This guy did a photo shoot using FaceTime just for fun and then i realized uh, so originally it was his idea probably someone did before him but might not have got attention because of the circumstances you know because the photos are not clear obviously the so, quality is not the same right obviously exactly if you had your camera you know your professional camera is a completely different uh, quality but you know you have to adjust that's, that's e yeah, exactly. So uh, I pinged one of my friends, uh, Julia, and I asked her, maybe we could give it a shot. Uh, she said, yeah, why not? Just let's give it a shot. I showed her some reference images. We talked like for two days, planning the place, location, so and so forth. And we gave it a shot and the results came really interesting. Okay, so why did you, so uh, was it WhatsApp for the first time or FaceTime? No, I never use FaceTime. I'm only doing WhatsApp. Why, why, do, why do you think WhatsApp is best? Because obviously you can do it also on Messenger. You can do it on Instagram as well, right? So on a variety of yes. uh, platforms. So why WhatsApp? Well, the WhatsApp uh, thing was for two reasons. There are two technical reasons. If you compare the quality of video on Facebook Messenger or on Instagram uh, video calls, uh, you will notice that uh, that uh, the quality is little, just a minor. If as a photographer you notice that stuff, just little lower than what you get on uh, WhatsApp. And since WhatsApp is not connected uh, via, uh, let, let's say, in technical terms, there is not a huge. Um, uh, I'm I'm just missing the term. There is not a huge load on the network itself because WhatsApp does not work with the network. It works with the number and internet. So the best quality I found was through WhatsApp. I, I don't like to shoot uh, via FaceTime because number one, I don't own a iPhone. Number two, I don't like the wide angle on my Mac. So the Mac will give lit literally very wide angle. And most of the people that you know are barely using webcams on their uh, laptops. That's true. That's true. So what WhatsApp it is. And um, 
Right. So um, I'm sure a lot of viewers and listeners um, have a question now. How is that even possible? So do you take screenshots? Um, how, how does that work? So obviously the your model is in front of the camera, right? In her phone or in her laptop. It could be also a laptop if it's got a good camera. And how, how does that work exactly? So do you instruct her or him to pose in a certain way? Like if you were in person? Well, uh, normally when I when we plan when I plan a shoot with a, a model, I usually send her some reference angles of just my phone, and I I name these angles so she knows when I'm talking about certain angles. She need to put something under the phone to make it in X Y Z angle. You know, like this this is the angle I'm talking of about course. rather than you know. And most of the time, I'm trying to show her poses in the very bad way as much as I can do on my own. So I just place my phone and just try to show the okay. pose. So uh, to act the same pose. Okay. And then she has yeah, to repeat like, what you do in her environment. Not exactly repeat. I'm just giving her a reference. Obviously, she does it better than me. Okay. I'm just giving her reference that use something like this to in order to, uh, in order to uh, create a pose. And on the same time, I'm taking screenshots on my phone uh, constantly. And I'm letting her know whenever I'm taking screenshots so she knows that I took a snap. After that, uh, before actually, there is also a, another part of uh, preparations for uh, this photo shoot that I, I usually take a tour of the place by a video call before the shoot. So I can see where the light is coming from, what are the potential areas we can shoot in so on and so forth. This is like, like a pre-planning for the photo shoots. Okay, so that, that sounds great. I'm looking at, at some of the photos. I'm starting from the, from the first photo of the uh, left-hand side. And um, so this photo looks really incredible. How much time did it um, take for you to um, shoot this um, left part of the photo, let's say, um, with the girl in the, in the bikini? Okay, so this is short. The, the model, Lauren, she is from uh, LA. So we did it yesterday, actually. Oh, and cool. we, spent, we spent over six hours overall for the whole photo six shoot. Six hours. And would you say that this is the, the best picture of the whole photo shoot? Well, this is definitely one of my favorites, and uh, there is one more uh, that I like. But if you see all, if you see the series of the web, uh, this WhatsApp series that I've been doing on uh, WhatsApp, um, there was a constant development with the posing, with the coloring, with the locations, with the perspective. Uh, but I would say this is one of the best because I tried here something different than my usual photos. Uh, it's a little more towards the toning of the image and definitely model was fantastic. We spent six hours. That's she incredible. has a huge house. And that requires a lot of patience for both the model and the photographer, right? So this, well, is, this is incredible. I would say it is 80% of model's effort because <laughs> I cannot control anything on my end. You know, I can just tell her. So every 30 minutes, she was just showing me the place again. So we were seeing where there is shade, where we can make her sit, lie, and what props we can use, so on and so forth. So every 30 minutes, I was getting another uh, tour of her uh, house. And that's, that's how... Boat. So it was in her house. So obviously, she's, uh, she's yeah. um, during the quarantine in the United States. It's pretty heavy there. So um, obviously, the, the landscape's possible to um, be shot. 
there are not that many of them, right? So this this is the problem as well. I think in the, the world of photography, that apart from the fact that you cannot meet people in person, um, you cannot also find those landscapes that you could do, for example, two, three months ago. Yeah? Let's take a look at the other picture on the, uh, on the right-hand side, so the one in the middle. Um, and this one is also pretty um, spectacular, I would say. And, and it's, where is this model from? Uh, wait, are we talking about the about second the, model? The next one to the right. So the, the, the girl in the, um, in the pink trousers. Ah, okay. So Natalia. Natalia. She is Polish. She is Polish. She is from Warsaw. I already did quite a lot of shoots with her uh, professionally. But uh, I guess this, this is also one of my favorites. Uh, she lives in a really small apartment. I guess it was <clears throat> a studio apartment. And there was a huge balcony. So we did quite a lot of shoots. Uh, we did quite a lot of uh, photos uh, inside. And eventually we decided to you know, not use any of those except, I guess, two, which are the third one in this series. Uh, and she, uh, she, she showed me outside the blue sky. And then I had a tour of her huge closet. Um, and we... Uh, we decided to, you know, select this outfit with her red hair and the bright sunlight. It was, I guess, around 11. And then if you see uh, on her face, there is a really strange smile and there was a uh, shine. So we used mirror because that's literally the only way that I could have, you know, uh, created some drama in the whole image. So there is always a mirror placed down, which is aiming uh, the reflection to her face, ah, which yeah. honestly took quite a long time because if she moves little left or right the whole uh, reflection was gone it's a huge difference yeah, right so, any, any kind yeah. of movement wow that's incredible and going to the to the next picture is the, the picture that i really liked and I, I remember i saw it in one of the uh, articles about uh, you um i was either natemat or or iposnan is the picture with the lamp and i think this is really really incredible in my opinion, and tell me about you know some uh, some background work um, before taking this actual picture. Was it again six hours or, or this time less? No, I guess it was around three hours. Uh, we were shooting in one specific room only, and we did some shots outside in the garden. Uh, well, uh, in this image, she is from Switzerland, Jill. So what we did is the whole, the original idea was when I saw this lamp during the video call uh, when she was uh, showing me the place and everything, I had a thought that I will make her somehow put her head, lie her head on the on the table and the lamp will just light her up and rest everything will be black or something. That was the initial idea. Well, it did not work on video call. So I asked her to use a lamp like she is uh, using a umbrella. Mm -hmm. So the right side of the image. And then uh, wh while she was posing this way, she held a lamp towards me. And then I, then I suddenly saw this perspective. And I asked her to position the lamp in such a way. And it was difficult for her because uh, we were not using a selfie camera. We were using a back cam. So she could not see. So I had to uh, instruct her to just keep her one eye in the frame. Uh, but uh, I guess this this is also one of my really favorite. Um, the first photos on all the series are actually my favorites. That's why they're on the top. 
Yeah, of course, of course they are. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just wondering now, how do you, how do you get the inspiration for for the pictures? How do you know that you know this um, shot will be will be best? You know how it's it's incredible. Is that like the sixth sense or something, or or is it well, just like uh, intuition or or just experience? What yes, I, I would. I would say it is more of an experience right now and uh, your personal taste and your personal style as a photographer. Uh, if you see the older work, I usually am very obsessed with vibrance and uh, the saturation in my photos. Uh, so I guess it is more about the personal style and the intuitions. Yeah, you know, you can, you can feel it when you see the shot. Like some mm -hmm. of the shots, I took the shot and I already knew at the first 15 minutes of the shoot that I will retouch this photo. And after ending six hours of photo shoot, I straight away did not even see the photo before that or after that, went to this photos directly to retouch that one. Wow. So I guess it comes with time. It comes with time. Okay. Wow. So um, I guess there are a lot of people now on, on Instagram, especially because when I look at Instagram, there are a lot of people that just are, are starting their uh, photography. And, 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 you know, do you have some... Um, suggestions for them how to start because i know personally a few people that you know struggle and and it's quite difficult for them to um you know find inspiration motivation and maybe the the right um organization because i think organization is also quite important because you need to manage your time pretty wisely what are your some of your suggestions or pieces of advice uh, well, as, as you already mentioned, organizing your time is very important because, again, you are working eight hours and then you come back and you want to go out and shoot and then probably you would have to retouch because if you're not retouching the images, they are pr practically, they don't really have value anywhere right now. Every single photo that we see on social media has some kind of retouch regardless so in mobile. process, editing, right? So, um, yes. So what kind of software do you use for, for that, uh, that kind of edition? Well, I'm using uh, Lightroom and Photoshop most of the time, uh, and the photos, the series for the uh, WhatsApp, all the photos are retouched on Lightroom mobile, so I'm not doing anything in laptop. Okay. And besi besides that, I mean, you can find some free softwares for mobile. There are fantastic uh, applications that you can fi find on Android or uh, placed uh, or App Store for uh, Macs or sorry, Apples. But again, retouching is a part of the, it's, it's just, it's not the most important part, but it's, it's the part of the photography, regardless whatever genre you are working in. Because right now our cameras are programmed in such a way that they will not give you 100% finished image unless you're shooting on an auto mode or unless you're shooting on a mobile phone. So it is kind of important, uh, but let's say it's not the most important. Most important is organizing your time, finding a motivation, and really willing to learn. Yeah, I, I learned most of the stuff through YouTube, through observing other photographers' work, uh, through, you know, just trying to figure out uh, how to, let's say, doing a breakdown of some images that I like of some other photographer. So uh, when I started working with uh, these color lights uh, back in 2019, I just simply invited a friend and told her that we are going to do a big breakdown. And we spent like six, seven hours literally just trying to figure out how the effect was achieved okay. so this is like little more little more digging 
so being being persistent and being curious right so curious how you know how you can do it better right how you can find uh a, i don't know a better light right so, you know what time of the day is best for for photography is it true that one hour before um uh, sans the sunset is the best time for most um photography well depends what kind of for uh photos you are taking so like what you're talking about is like a golden hour thing uh, so if you are if you're willing to take a photo and if you already have example uh, let's say experience of taking photos uh, that one hour is enough before the sunset but that one hour means you have to be like super quick taking those photos of course and your model has to be like time. this is the prime time for for photography right so so definitely. yeah this is just for natural light but natural the light. the photos that i usually take in my uh, daily routine before the quarantine these are fully staged images so fully staged images they these are the light is fully controlled by me what i want where i want what kind of light i want what kind of color i want but if you're starting i guess natural light images are really great especially if you can literally go to any street in market square all the streets have amazing light amazing light so market square so even so if you are at the beginning of your career as a photographer right so this area of Poznan is great for for a lot of shoots, right? Yeah, yeah. I I started from uh, Vielka, the the street yeah, Vielka. I started yeah. shooting there. Yeah, I started shooting there. My university was on uh, Martin Kovskego, so I shot that's quite a lot close. there. Yeah, so that's quite close. Okay, so that that was your beginning. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. And um, so what do you think um will be the future now for you because uh, do you think that even when the quarantine stops are you going to continue um what's up pictures and using um, that kind of technology to to have those people you know closer to you somehow right because you can you can take a take a picture of of somebody in LA or somebody in Switzerland, for example? Well, uh, I don't think so. I will do it on a full-time basis, the WhatsApp uh, images, but I will definitely keep it, keep these, this series going because um, it would be, let's say, a souvenir for myself from the quarantine to myself. So like, let's say if we survive 20 years in future, <laughs> I will look back to these images and I will be like, probably showing it to my friends families or someone that okay we did something like that and there is my face 20 years ago right there there's a stamp of my face on the image so it could be like a personal uh, let's say personal project Memoir, which right? will tell some kind of, some kind of yeah. memory so if you look back yeah. um, in let's say it's 2040 and then you look back 2020 and and you see you know what was happening at that time um and, and it's, it's incredible what people had to do to to keep the, their passions running yeah because it's not only photography but so many other other industries uh, other fields that that you know have to cope with this and maybe find other ways to to keep it keep it going wow so um, um i think we could talk because for all, sorry because all of the uh, all of these images during the shoot we are not just talking about the shoot we are talking about their current situation and how their professions are yeah. being impacted so every photo probably will have a story behind it and hopefully in 20 years I, I will still remember those stories or somehow try to document those stories which are which which tells a huge thing for every individual regardless whatever part of the world you are living in absolutely right so i think you know all of us are uh, are experiencing this um uh, lockdown right whether you are in switzerland 
you are in Los Angeles or, or you are in uh, Poznan, right? So we are somehow united and you can also uh, see it in your, in your photography, which is, which is amazing. So um, when is the next um, uh, photo shoot on WhatsApp now? Uh, it's tomorrow at 11 a.m. Tomorrow at 11 a.m. And, and which, which location this time? This time is Canada. This time is Canada. So um, maybe the last question, how do you find all those models from so many different countries? Because I'm pretty amazed. How is that possible? <coughs> well, uh, the models from Switzerland, Germany, Poland, more or less we know each other's work already. Okay. The model from LA, uh, Laureen, um, I guess I know her from quite long. She was supposed to come to London this year, actually this month. And then we were supposed to probably shoot here in Poland or around Poland somewhere. And uh, when that was canceled, um, we decided to go for this one. But to answer general question, uh, I just follow hashtags and just try to find the face which suits on my Instagram. style the most. On Instagram. So yeah, you, you use... mostly on Instagram, yeah. Okay, so you use certain you... hashtags. So what you're interested in, uh, particular landscapes, um, part, uh, kind of beauty, right? And then, yeah, and more, then more or like models. And sometimes you find models on some other photographer's profile and then you already imagine that model in your style. Okay. And does she suit or does she doesn't or she doesn't. Okay. So basically it's like a chain reaction. You know, once you find someone, so on forth. And like I worked with Laureen, uh, I have already got like three messages or four messages from models from LA already to shoot with. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to shoot with everyone. Of course. It, it's about if they fit with my style, if they fit into my vision of the photo of course. So regardless. Look, if so completely. you look at their portfolio. They need to have some kind of portfolio to answer your question, right? Whether they fit okay. into your um, vision or not, right? And, and exactly. um, have you ever had a situation when you, you there was a model that at the beginning you were not sure whether she would fit into what you wanted to achieve, but then the result was incredible and it completely, you know, uh, meet your expectations and, and definitely more, right? So exceeded your expectations. Well, that, that happens quite often than people think uh, because um, not every model is, uh, let's say, you know, um, meant for every kind of genres, right? So, uh, for for example, when uh, when I did shoot with Natalia, so the second post on my Instagram, uh, I realized when she, because she, we were only talking about shooting indoors, so she never told me that there was a balcony, and uh, I was like, mm, it's going to be like fifty fifty, you know, like might get good photos or might not get good photos, but right now these are probably if the quality was like at hundred percent, I guess this is like a a very high level fashion photo shoot in my opinion i don't know about the critics but in my opinion this is like one of the clearest photos that i achieved through whatsapp okay wow that, that that's incredible so um you know the only thing i can do is, is wish you all the best and and hopefully this quarantine this whole lockdown um will be over very soon and you can go back to your normal way of shooting right although the the whatsapp the whatsapp stuff is is, is really good and i was very very um uh, promising uh, all right um i think we could talk for hours about each of your pictures because each of the pictures um uh, have has some kind of story and this is this is incredible and you know maybe we'll do another another interview 
sometime in the future when you go back to your um, old school photography, let's go like this. Um, yeah. But for now, I would like to thank you so much for um, uh, being with me and, and for talking about photography with um, so much passion, which is incredible. Um, thank you very much and wish you all the best. Thanks for having me and I hope everyone is safe in Poznan, yeah? Hopefully, hopefully they are. And that, that's what we can wish as well. Uh, and, and I hope to see you, you know, in, the, in a different reality sometime in the future. Take care. That was Definitely. Uh, suit. Um, uh, and see you on Instagram. Take care. See ya. See Bye. Ya.